Welcome to the Total Wireless Store, where total confidence awaits. Our daughter's off to summer camp, and we're worried our network coverage won't reach her. Don't worry. You got this with Total Wireless. Our phones run on the nation's best 4G LTE network. It'll be like she never left. The nation's best network? I feel better already. Now you can focus on how you're spending your summer. Discover the Total Wireless Stores and get total confidence. The latest phones, the best network, all at great prices. Now open in Miami. Refer to the latest terms and conditions of service at TotalWireless.com. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The She Report featuring Sports Talk Tasha and Erica, a.k.a. Curls and Sports. And we know this is a different time, a different day than normal, but, you know, we're girls, we're women, we're allowed to change our minds and do whatever we want. So So that's pretty much what happened, folks. We decided to change our mind, do whatever we want. Um. We have a great show, and it's a, it's an abridged show because we decided to change our mind and do whatever we want. Um, we're, we're only going to be on for about 40, 45 minutes tops, but we have a lot to talk about, obviously, because the NBA draft happened. We finally yep. got a little bit of sports. The NBA draft happened, then there were the NBA awards, and of course, um, World Cup is on, and Eric and I really wanted to touch bases on um you know, birthdays, and on top of birthdays, we want to also talk talk about lending your friends money. Yeah. <laughs> so, Erica, give time. us a, what'd you say? I said a uh, good time. Exactly. Listen, age ain't nothing but a number, girl. <laughs> so, what we're going to start off the show with, obviously, is because the NBA draft just happened, and... um we we want to know basically your thoughts. And by the way, if you want to join us on the conversation, call in at 646-668-2644. And you can chat with us. But so the NBA draft happened. And um, I'll be honest, Erica, I went out okay. the night of the NBA draft. No and, way. Yeah. Yeah, wait. I went out. And okay. I, had, I watched the draft from where I was, and, uh, you know, it wasn't, there wasn't a lot of surprise there for me. It wasn't like anything dramatic happened. See, for me, I was waiting for, like, a blockbuster trade to send Kawhi to the Lakers, and the Lakers give away all their draft picks. There's something crazy. And, I mean, nothing really happened. I, I don't know. What was your take? Um, I think the craziest thing that happened, in my opinion, is probably the fact that Jalen Brunson, when drafted in the second draft in the second round, I thought he was going to be a first round. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, who did you say? Jalen Brunson from Villanova. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be a first round. If anything, top twenty. And I'm like, he, his name still hasn't been called. The hell. <laughs> um, I think the other craziest thing that happened were, um, what's his name? The other kid from Villanova who was randomly traded. You know, he was so excited about his mom being with his mom. And then it's like, yeah, nah, you're not going to play there. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God, I can't remember his name, but I'm going to look this up right now because I'm curious as hell. Draft so selection. If you guys, oh, nice. if you guys don't know, number- Erica oh, covered the draft. Um, for Black Sports Online, and she was right there. (laughs) (laughs) So she was right there, and she got to see, like, drama unfolding. So, you know, tell us what 
what that was like and tell us, you know, did you see anything that we didn't necessarily see? To be honest with you, it was such a fun time. I think that it's one of my favorite events to cover. Um, they're really about the fans, I feel, with this one, more than the NBA All-Star game. I feel yeah. like this one is about the fans. It's all about, you know, Cinderella stories coming true, you know, the dream of you playing in the league. Oh, my God, I was called, and oh, my God, my name didn't get called. Oh, but I got a two-day um, chance with the Clippers. Let's make him happen. But um, the only thing that I wish I would like is the fact that if the press room was closer to the actual stage area, that'd be great. Instead of running back and forth like that. <laughs> but whatever. So, let me ask you this, because everybody should know by now that Erica is a huge San Antonio Spurs fan. So how did you feel about the Spurs drafting Lonnie Walker? And how did you feel about his wardrobe malfunction? I hated his damn hat. <laughs> I mean, what is that? It looks like it, that. Really looks like a, a, a like a meme, and I'm like, no, it's really not. It's actual fact. That's how he decided to show up to this year's draft. But I so still like him. Um, I think I think I feel like for some reason, even though you know they we almost missed the, we almost missed the playoffs this year for like the first time in probably since I could remember, but. Mm-hmm. So like the Spurs in a sense are almost in a rebuild mode. Like we're seeing Kawhi Leonard's name every single day in the news, and you're just like plugged to your phone to make sure that you don't miss out if he ends up going to the Lakers. Obviously, you think that he's gonna go to the Lakers, but still, <laughs> this is it's every single day, and I don't really have that time. So here's my thing um, about. You know everything that happened there. When when they drafted Lonnie Walker, all I kept thinking is, hmm, they're already looking for Kawhi's replacement. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, that's a good pickup, actually. Yeah, I guess that's the nature of the game. Like it's the point of you know to to move on to the next, so to speak. But no, we. I think that they're definitely on the move, and I personally think that he's leaving as well. It took some time for me to agree with you, but I'll mm-hmm. be okay. It'll be okay. Yeah, you know, I get it. I get it, girl. I, I mean, not that I loved LeBron, but trust me, I didn't want him to be either. I know. I feel but like I, speaking of LeBron, you were so upset that he didn't win MVP. I literally don't <gasps> when I saw it. You're like, do not at me. You know, <laughs> that's when you know you're serious. So nobody actually disagreed with me, to be honest. And yeah, you know, I think you should have won too. You were right about that. Like no, retweet and she's right. The, the funny thing is that you know you saw today, Kyrie said that um, James Harden is the people's MVP, but LeBron is the and um, the the league's MVP. Basically, the NBA wants him to be MVP. So, um, with you know. I think Kyrie's become a major hater because at this point you got to look at LeBron's numbers. And I think the problem with LeBron's numbers is that people are so used to him being great that even doesn't matter how great he is. It's just like, Oh, well that's LeBron. He's supposed to do that. No, he's not supposed to do that. Nobody's supposed to do that consistently over and over each year. The man should be winning MVP every single year. Don't happen. Yeah, it's true. But 
Did you watch the NBA Awards? I did not, and I had no clue that they were on that night. Oh, I'm pretty much useless. So you I did not either. watch the NBA Awards. I was like, what? Oh, that's the night? Girl, I had no idea either. And I found out randomly because maybe social media or whatever. And I texted my friend and I was like, yo, are any of words are tonight? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you got to watch it with me so that, you know, we can talk about it. So I was like, okay, fine. So I ended up watching it. And um, Anthony Anderson from Blackish was the host. And he was terrible. Like, he was so boring. I couldn't even. The, the, the best part is that they had the inside the NBA crew on there. They had Kenny. They had uh-huh. Shaq, they had, you know, Chuck, all of them. What channel was it on? Was it on TNT? It was on TNT, and it started oh. at 9 o'clock at night, which is even worse. Because <laughs> I'm looking for it at 8 o'clock at night. But, you know, obviously it was in L.A., and apparently it was held in a – because it was the same weekend as the BET Awards, so, like, everything was kind of, like, booked. So it was held inside – of a airplane hangar. They turned like an airplane hangar in Santa Barbara into like this nice like awards banquet thing. Oh wow, I didn't know that. I got the inside scoop from Rob, girl. Because <laughs> Rob covered it. Yeah, I remember. That's right. I saw his thing. He's like, I'm going to be at the NBA Awards. I'm like, what? Oh, that's today? I forget that that's actually like now televised and right. all this stuff. Right. Don't feel bad, girl. I didn't know until like an hour before it was supposed to start. So it is what it is. But what I was really, really like even more upset about is that Uh Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year. That's the biggest oh SHIT ever. He's not a rookie. I'm surprised. I figured he was a shoo-in. You really thought the other kid was going to win, and I forget his name, too? Donovan Mitchell? Thank you. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. It was between Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. Now, we all know that between all three of them, Jason Tatum killed it all throughout the playoffs. But this is a, it's a regular season award, so you got to go by their regular season stats, not by their postseason stats. And so and, and it's crazy to me because the NBA awards had more drama than the NBA draft. The NBA draft is just like kind of a snooze to me, but let, let's get back to the awards. So um, Ben Simmons won Rookie of the Year, and I, w- I just don't feel like he's a rookie because, you know, Chuck said it. He's a redshirt rookie. It's, it's, it's not the same. It's, you had a whole year to develop a shot. And, uh-huh. and I get it. I get it. Whatever. Um, so – Ben Simmons' numbers were better than Donovan Mitchell's numbers for the regular season. So I guess that's why he got it. But I think, you know, the NBA NBA just wants to create who they want to create. And I think this year they wanted it to be Ben Simmons. So it was Ben Simmons. Okay, I get you where you're where you're saying. That's actually a really good theory about that. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Ben Simmons it is. Yeah. I do understand the sentiment that he didn't play his first year. Like, do you think that's too much? Like, do you think people are reaching when they say that? Or it's like, eh, you're not really too you that he wasn't your favorite pick for, for a rookie of the year. Well, you know, listen, I don't care if he didn't actually play in a game in his rookie year. When he got over the injury and he was healing, he had all that extra time working out with other NBA players to develop that 
Donovan Mitchell didn't. Donovan, nobody knew who Donovan Mitchell was coming out of the draft. Like, he didn't make a lot of noise at Louisville, and it's probably because of all the drama that was happening at Louisville with, you know, prostitution and whatever. <laughs> it was never a dull day under, you know. But Donovan Mitchell comes in first year, goes into a small market like Utah, and kills it. And I feel he deserves it more. Really? Okay. Now, regarding the, I'm sure you guys have seen the whole, you know, drama with Kendall Jenner. Do you think that he should have wanted less reasons because of that? Because that's what I was thinking. (laughs) In that aspect. Listen, he took Kendall Jenner back after she was making out with somebody else. You were demoted. My thing is, again, like, I know that we reference Rob all the time on the show, and it's probably because, you know, he has been our boss. Obviously, he's still mine, but I'm still here. Like, his titles have me dying because he gives you the story. <laughs> She's like, so after he took her back, and right. then he, did this, he still took her back, and I'm just like, oh, okay. All right, so he's, <laughs> that's why he shouldn't have won MVP. Like, no. I don't yeah. think Donovan Mitchell would have done that, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> Dude, it's so funny, but it is what it is. Now, let's talk about other drama. So, Dwayne Casey, who was fired by the Toronto Raptors and hired by the Detroit Pistons, won Coach of the Year. Yes, he won Coach of the Year. <laughs> and yeah. You've always yeah. said you liked him. You just didn't think that he was like an assertive coach. Like he would let, like he looked like a people pleaser. Several as a sentence sounds. Good coach. You know, I just looks tough. You know, it, it's just hard for me to wrap my head around, you know, getting swept in in the NBA um, playoffs when you were the number one team in the Eastern Conference. I yeah. mean, swept. So. That that's where I was like, okay, whatever. But he won, so fine. Um, that whatever. But in when he, you know when he was walking up on that stage, Erica, you could tell mm-hmm. that it, it was so awkward. Like people were clapping, but they were like, "Yo, this man just got fired." And I have to give it to him because he was just like, okay. I just, I just yeah. got fired by the team that, that I'm winning this award for. But, you know, and, and, you know, he talked about, you know, losing his his confidence, like thinking, like, maybe I'm just not that good at this. And, you know, it's just, you got to pick yourself back up is what he said. And I got to respect him because he addressed the elephant in the room head on. He was just like, yeah, yeah. I just got fired. So what? I think that was a good thing for him to address, too, because, um, it's it's kind of like when players, like MLB players or NBA players, like, oh, who are they going to – oh, they got um, nominated for the Hall of Fame. Oh, who, which team they're going to go out. Oh, he better go with the Bulls. Oh, he better go with the Yankees because of blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you ultimately – you just I, – I guess you just learn how to put it in your past and just choose what's best for you. And his wording was the best. And I think he – if anything, it just humbled him even more than he already is because he just became like – one of us, and we were able to understand him, although we've never coached the NBA team. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. So, whatever. It is what it is. But, uh, other than Anthony Anderson being, like, 
I mean, his his delivery for for this these awards, and I like Anthony Anderson. He was just not that good. You know, my parents are obsessed with him. They've loved him since like the Aaliyah movies. I don't know what it is, but they love his comedy. I don't think they've seen Blackish, and I don't even know if they would even translate it to Spanish. I don't even oh think it'll translate quite good to Spanish, but they love I Anthony Anderson. Would love to see Blackish in Spanish. That would be funny. <laughs> I've watched so much stuff in Spanish. Like people really be like, "What? That's in Spanish?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's in Spanish." That's what happens when it's your first language. But um, he really he didn't have a good delivery. Damn. No, nah, it was pretty bad, girl. I was I was I highly disappointed. I'm disappointed too by just listening to that. That's not cool. Damn. <laughs> Yeah. No thanks. How long was the awards, anyways? Again, I I clearly did not watch. No, it was, it was it was two hours. It was two hours. It was you know and, you know speaking of awards, we 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 touched over it. Um, and I know this is one not wasn't one of our topics, but the BET awards happened, and it was really really good. Really, they were good. Yes, girl, it, they were good. They were really, really good. So if you get an opportunity to watch the replay or whatever, watch it. It was really good and, like, super entertaining, not ratchet, like, you know. Okay. Yeah, it was really good. I had no clue that it was that good because, you know, people, I feel like in the past maybe decade, everyone just trashes award shows. Mm-hmm. I, got, I continuously trash the Grammys, not the Oscars. I actually kind of like the Oscars, except when it was really like, wow, Oscars so white. Like I have to join in on that. <laughs> that was the only time I was like, wow, that's so true. It didn't really occur to me. But um, regardless, like I think I haven't watched an award show in forever. I think since Leo won his uh, his Oscar, which was what like two years ago now that he won, he finally won that damn Oscar. Yeah, it was last year, wasn't it? I can't remember. <laughs> I know. Is this what happens when you're getting old? Like, you can't remember things? Like, this is a problem. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, anyway, just wanted to touch over the BT Awards real quick. Um, but Was anything crazy going on? I know that people were talking about Nicki Minaj. What was up with that? Like, but, was that know, her, her performance? I'm not a Nicki Minaj fan, but I liked her performance. Oh, Okay. I was like, okay, Nikki, I see you. Um, I'm I'm more into R&B than I am into hip hop. I mean, of course, I listen to hip hop, but I'm more into R&B. And I don't uh-huh. know if you're familiar with a a a, a female singer called Her. It's it's just the initials H E R. And no. she she girl, oh my God, I'm gonna send you some of her music. So she did a song with um, this um, gentleman by the name of Daniel Caesar, who's another great R&B singer. It's called Best Part. And so she performed that, and she performed some of her other music, which her music is amazing. Like, there's not one bad song. And she was great. Um, they they had a, an Anita Baker tribute that was amazing. I mean, even the gospel. Like, I'm not even into gospel music like that. And the gospel was lit. <laughs> Really? Okay. Yes, yes. It was it was really, really good. It was a really good award show. I liked it. I, I enjoyed watching it tremendously. That's so, awesome. And also because you're a tough crowd, so if you say something's actually good, I actually kind of believe you. 
in the sun. Yes. Like you wouldn't watch. just say it's good. Yes, yes. Watch it, girl. So, but let's let's you know shift gears a little bit and get back into sports. Let's start talking about the World Cup. And yes. I don't have you watched any of it, Erica? I know you have. I to. have. But today's game was insane. Like Germany got eliminated. Mexico celebrating with South Korea because they beat Germany, and Mexico still survived despite getting kicked in the butt. So, last I saw the Mexico score, the Mexico, I think they were playing um, Sweden, right? One more time? I think they were playing Sweden, right? Yes, they were playing Sweden. Mm -hmm. So, last I saw of them is that 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 was 2-0, and I'm I'm assuming they, I hope they didn't score anymore. But me personally, I'm kind of glad that Germany is not in it because they're very, very... um, uh, what's the word? Um, when somebody's like arrogant, really, yes, they're arrogant, <laughs> and they, you know, they. I, I heard a, that they had fired their coach like right before the start of the World Cup. Oh, yes, he was that? fired. Have you who seen does? what he looks like though? He looks like um one the brother of um oh my god, what's his name? He looks like a character from Game of Thrones. <laughs> Joffrey. <laughs> Wait one more time. Joffrey? No, he looks like uh, the one who lost his hand. Oh, me... oh, oh, but the, the hand of the king. What's his name? Um, Jamie. Jamie, yes. He looks just like Jamie. I don't care what anybody oh, says. You, know. I, you need to look this up because it's a hilarious comparison. Gotta love the internet for all that. Well, you know, despite the fact that Jamie is um, incestuous, I think he's fine. So, putting that aside, he's fine. He is. He's very, very much handsome. But, okay, so I'm glad that Germany's out of it. And I feel like Argentina does not deserve to be in this World Cup. But here they are. They made it in somehow. Uh, I'm very upset that they got beat, um, that Nigeria got beat, but it's all good. Um, Oh, they were my favorite, like my little I was so team Musa. Um, but you know, you know, one of my like, like, it when this started, I felt like that France could could do it. Now uh-huh. I'm starting to think it's the other French country. Now I'm starting to think it's Belgium. Like France, who? I feel like Belgium has always been a silent favorite, and some people dismiss them, and then when they see them, like, oh, shit, we should have been on Belgium about it, and it's like, oh, we told you from the get. That's what I think is Belgium. Belgium has always been, like, a silent killer, a silent team in a sense. Um, But I'm so upset about Nigeria. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) I like their jersey. I girl. You know, know, the other thing, the, the other team that I'm really rooting for, um, obviously, it's Mexico. Yeah, and I okay. I, I I don't want to put my foot in the mouth because Portugal isn't that good. But I think like like with with the way that um, Ronaldo is playing, it's like he's putting the team on his back. Like he's doing some crazy stuff. Wow, it's true. And then Diego Maradona last night, I don't know if you saw it, that he got so excited. He had to, you know, they had to look at him to be like, okay, you need to calm down before mm-hmm. you actually catch a heart attack. But do you think that Messi should have stayed retired? 
like that's the topic that's been obviously everyone's been going over. You think he should have not come back and play in this World Cup? Like, can he redeem himself? I don't really no, think so. I don't think he. I don't think he should have stayed retired. Um, you know, I think Messi still has another World Cup in him. I think this really? is actually. Okay. Yeah, I do. I think this has been his fifth World Cup, fourth or fifth World Cup. I, I forget exactly um, how many he's been in. Mm. Um, but. I think he still has another one in him. Listen, it's, it's, you know, Argentina is so good on paper, but they play like trash together. It's so weird. It's like LeBron carrying the Cavs this year. That's exactly what Messi's doing, carrying Argentina. But you know what? He played really, really bad in that first game, like really, really bad. Um, yeah. And I was just like, whoa, like, but a lot of people forget with Argentina that Messi had to score a hat trick for them to even get in to the World Cup. Like, it was like, like you said, yeah. he's putting, putting them on yeah. his back. So yeah, we'll see. Exactly we'll see. Um, are you catching any games over the weekend? Like, who, which, what's the game that you think people should look out for? Um, you know what? I honestly, let me see. I'm, I'm I'm not even sure because this weekend I will not be able to watch sports. Sad sad day. Um, I gotta make a trip to Cocoa Beach driving. You know Ooh. you know my my you know my annual Cocoa Beach trip. Right. <laughs> and priorities, actual right. priorities. Right. Well, I'm but, looking forward to Columbia tomorrow, 10 a.m. I don't know how that's gonna go, but just putting it out there, you might see a whole bunch of angry Colombians on your feed. <laughs> they play I have to ask you a question because you're a Dominican. Can you tell me why Dominicans love Brazil so much? Me and my cousins were talking about this. <laughs> they rep Brazil so hard and we don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't know if it's because like the gigantic butt down in Brazil, which I'm so upset that sometimes it's fake. You know, since it's, like the Miss Boom Boom con- uh, contest is no longer, there's no integrity anymore. I'm upset. But anyway, but, um, <laughs> I have no clue. I think maybe it's the colors, the green and yellow. I don't know, bro, but it's not only Dominicans either. It's Dominicans and Haitians. So it's like the whole damn island, <laughs> the whole island. They love Brazil, Team Brazil. And, you know, we have a lot of Haitians down in South Florida. There's so much Team Brazil everywhere. I'm like, yo, Erica's got to explain this to me because I don't get it. I agree, and people, and I hear a lot of Dominicans when they go down to Brazil. Like, I haven't had the pleasure of going to Brazil yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not paying for a visa just yet because it's 180 dollars. In case you guys didn't know, it went down. It's pretty It used to be yeah, 150. Really? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. For Americans. Well, okay. Well. Okay. Well. Wait, do you have dual citizenship people from Guyana? It's free for Guyanese people. Ah, that's awesome. They just want That's at least yeah. Well, we're right there. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. right there, and there's a lot, there's a lot of Brazilian people in Guyana too because of um the the gold rush and all all the stuff that's happening in Guyana. But yeah, man, it's free for us. We just show our passport. Hey. Right, there. here I am. Right. Hey, you you want to know something is crazy? When I was coming out of Mexico, I got stopped at the airport by the Mexican police, and they inspected my passport. It was the funniest thing. I was like, okay, yes, girl. Why the hell would they inspect that? That's so weird. 
I mean, not to, not probably, to put it out there, it's because you were obviously, you weren't born here? Like, is it on some immigrant stuff? Like, I'm confused. I don't know, man. I, I was just like, I was like, listen, man, my passport's real. He took, like, the light, and he was shining it all over the passport, like, looking to make sure that it was, I was like, yo. Okay. Okay, interesting. Well, for the most of us, obviously, my ass was born here, but... That visa is a 10-year visa, though, which isn't too bad, $180. It is worth it. Oh. It means that at least try to go back two, three times to make it, you know, worth $180. But Yeah. Yeah. It's a long flight to Brazil. But anyway, so I'm just going to put it out there. Um, yeah, England scored six goals, but I think Belgium's going to win the World Cup. That's my that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Okay. I think I agree with you on that. Honestly, I feel like at this point it's anyone's game. Like, I don't, like, if anything, Spain could lose this weekend. I think they play this weekend or they play tomorrow. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's looking like it's any band's game now. Like, the fact that the favorite, Germany, and the defending champ is out, like, that's insane. Yeah. And it's only yeah. two weeks now. From hero to zero, look at that. Yeah. It was all good. It was all good four years ago. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was all a dream. Okay, I'm I'm done, guys. It's okay. I feel you. But how do you feel about the the, the World Cup um, possibly having the coming to the United States? You know, the the if it does come, which yeah, it it's not an if. It is coming. I'm telling you right now. Yes. Everybody in the world, it is coming to the United States and Canada and Mexico. And when it does come, the championship game is going to be at MetLife Stadium. I'm actually upset at the fact that that tweet, when I saw it, I was like, wow, if this didn't make me feel old, I don't know what did. Like, I'll be pushing 40 by the time that thing comes through. Okay, so since we're talking about you feeling old, let's talk about birthdays. That was a good segue, Erica. I, I really appreciate that. No. Oh, I, but I'm excited to answer your question. I'm excited. So, Erica <laughs> is turning 30, guys. And I don't even know how to feel yet. And I, you know, tell us how you feel about that. I think I've come to terms with it. <laughs> At first, it's, I feel like the people that I've spoken to, they're like, you're going to feel weird about it when you actually have to write it down. So it's like, oh, it's a squiggle, not just a loop and then cross it over. So um, I do hear that the 30s are the new 20s and that there's a lot of fun that by now you should have your shit together so to speak. That's a lie. Yeah, right? Like I'm like (laughs) that's a lie. (laughs) And it's the funniest thing because everyone's like, you know, like now like you're able to enjoy different sort of fun. Like you actually enjoy a night at home and I'm like, I've been enjoying night at home. (laughs) You're like I've already been there. No. Yeah. Everybody society tells you that you're supposed to have your shit together when you turn thirty. That's an absolute truth. Untruth. I was a hot mess when I was 30. I wouldn't even tell you the extent of my hot messery <laughs> because it's really, really bad. But I was a hot mess, but I was having a great time being a hot mess. Now, mm-hmm. um, listen, like, and, and this goes back to, like, there's no timeline on your life. Like, 
things start at different times yeah. for different people. You know, and they they give you examples like Oprah and Steve Jobs and, you know, all these people who started doing things like really great things later on in life. Um, so there's no timeline on your life. And it, you're not supposed to start being the, the perfect um, citizen because you turn 30. If anything, you're allowed to make a little bit more mistakes because it's only yeah. 30. It's not even half your life. Like if you're living, if you have the expectation that you're going to live till you're only 60 years old, then that sucks. But yeah, um, listen, no, we won't talk about how, how old Natasha's turning this year. It's, it's <laughs> a number between zero and infinity. But I just know that, you know, when I was 30, I didn't have a freaking clue about anything at all. I still didn't have an, any idea in the slightest about what I wanted out of life. And, um, yeah, it took me some time to get there. And now, okay. I have, you know, it happens for different people. And there's some people who are 30, they have it completely figured out. And they know exactly what they want. I didn't. <laughs> I was just like, where's my next drink? That's that, that's a little bit of my hot messery. But at the end of the day, uh, what I do find about being in your 30s is that you yeah. you you come you become more financially stable. That's one thing. You definitely become more financially stable, and I'm able to enjoy things like traveling and doing like things out of the country and you know more than I was able to do than in my 20s and I find that the fun that I have in my 30s is way more fun than the fun that I had in my 20s but the fun that I had in my 20s was like getting drunk fun. Uh-huh. the fun that I have in my 30s is like it's like like I, I seriously I mean I guess I might still be getting drunk but it, I make more memories <laughs> I make more memories, especially with my family and my friends. So, you know, that's my advice to you, girl. 30 is a new 20. That's true. Like, if anything, I feel like what you just said was so much more insightful than everything I've read. And I've stopped. A friend of mine, he sent me, he already turned 30, but he sent me some BuzzFeed article. And I was like, I'm not going to read what Sarah from Kansas thinks about turning 30. I'm not, no, I can't relate to that. She yeah. doesn't have my problems. If anything, I think you understand my problems more. <laughs> on a much more relatable level, but I do agree with that. And I feel like whenever everyone, everyone thinks about like turning 30, they, they, you know, we can't help it, but we start comparing ourselves to people. Like you said, you know, um, people have their shit together at this age, but it's only what we see on social media. Like, Oh, I just got the job or I bought the house. I got married. I had a child. So I feel like in part of turning 30, you kind of have to look back and forget. I mean, look forward and forget about that. Yep. So don't even stress it, girl. Turn 30 and be proud. Yep. I do agree with that. And tell everybody, I'm 30. Say it loud and proud. You know that this uh, this uh the security guard a few weeks ago I forgot to share this with you and you already know I love posting these things on Twitter because people could laugh like I laugh why not laugh with me so I'm security guard I was checking in in some building in Rockefeller Center and he was looking at my ID he's like you're going to age very well Miss Fernandez I didn't know you were turning 30 and I was like ouch but thank you he said y- y- you don't know what. He said, you're going to age very well, Miss 
Fernandez. I didn't know you oh. were, I didn't think that you were going to t- turn 30. And I was like, ouch. But thank They're you. The best. I, you know, sometimes I really, really like, like people who have to check your ID, like bouncers or whatever, sometimes they're like so amazing. And then I'm like, aw, I guess it's okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Yes, you know, we, we've, we've accepted it. It's going to be all right. But I, but no, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but you know what's like the the major thing that you got to look at is like all of these women who are older, like in their 40s and 50s, and they look friggin' amazing. Like you know, Gabrielle Union, she doesn't look like she's 46 years old. Heifer. Yeah. Or how? No, she's not 46. She's like 43. I'm aging her a lot, but still, 43 is. Or Jada Pinkett Smith too. That it's like what? Yeah. Like she's how old? I don't know, but she's she's yeah. in her fifties and she looks amazing. And Angela Bassett, amazing. I think she's sixty three. Like you know, your age doesn't define you. Right. I think I is what it's saying. Yes. Your your age does not define you, and that's that's the important thing. Like you're fly. You got them eyes, blue, gray, whatever color they want to be today. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely co-sign with that. So anyway. Um, now that you are a responsible 30-year-old, let me ask you this question, Erica. Yes, sir. If you, if, if, how much money would you ask a friend to, to borrow? Like, if, if you had to borrow, how much money would you be like, okay, I can feel comfortable asking my friend to borrow this amount of money? I feel like that was another great segue and another great moment <laughs> in uploaded with Ashka and Erica, but... <laughs> I think that it depends on what you need it for. It depends. I need to know the full, like, the full nine if you got laid off from work. I need to know if you are on workers' comp. I need <laughs> to know, like, I'm, I'm telling you, like, everything. Like, you cannot lie to me, and I'll probably be able to figure out your credit score. I'll be like, yeah, I know you have the Credit Karma app. Show me your credit score. I just need to know what I'm getting myself <laughs> for. <laughs> Okay, so I think that it depends, like, we've seen it on Friends, like, I don't know if you remember that episode where Chandler was still looking for a job, and he asked Joey for $2,000 for bills and all Mm -hmm. that other stuff, and it's like, you know what, he knows that he's looking for work, and his wife is working, at least it's someone employed in the household, but it depends on the amount, like, do you think you would be someone's co-signer? Like, I think that's a big responsibility, too, for someone's mortgage co-signer. So... Here's my thing. I am lucky enough to have a very, very large family. And mm-hmm. when, a friend of mine asked me that same question, and I was like, well, I feel like if I, if it is a friend, like the most I would feel comfortable asking a friend for is like 500 bucks. But if I had to ask for a lot of money, I would just ask my family because there's so many of them. Like I could easily be like, hey, let me hold $20. And all of a sudden I have like 5000 yeah. because there's so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> but not everybody's lucky like that. And the reason why we brought this top topic up is because there's a video of Dame Dash accosting Lee Daniels at Lee Daniels' baptism. Yes. Active baptism. Because apparently, uh, was it eight years ago, he lent him uh, $2 million um, so that he could um, make the movie Precious, I believe it was. And Lee Daniels 
said, uh, allegedly said that he would pay him back within a few months. And it's now been eight years. And Dane obviously needs the money. $2 million is a lot of money. But Dane has not really, you know, been financially successful. So I would say he needs the money. And um, he found Lee Daniels at a baptism. And he was just, like, going off and said he was going to make it public. And I'm like, yo, $2 million, though. I mean, I text a lot of my friends. And I was like, let me hold $2 million. Mm-hmm. And then I was like. It's like realize. Donald Bother lent me a small loan of a million dollars. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it can make no sense. And I'm sorry, guys. I, I have a potty mouth. My bad for the, okay. the No, that's so funny. It's so funny because <laughs> that's really just like your only reaction. A small loan is $1 million. But anyway, so, like, I told my friends, I was like, yo, you guys suck. I can't ask any of you for $2 million. Like, what do you think is an acceptable amount to actually lend somebody if you know that they are in dire need for the next couple of months so they're able to pick their feet back up? And would you charge them um, interest, like a banquet, not to be an asshole? You know, I'll say this, because um, last year, a friend of mine wanted to fix her credit, and um, mm-hmm. and my my mom lent her the money and it was it was five thousand dollars and and we we did it because like I vouched for this girl because I know her and I knew she would pay it back and she did every single cent and yep. you know we didn't we didn't charge her interest or nothing like she paid it back exactly the way she said she was going to and that's because I know her like this is one person like she is the most honorable person I think I've ever mm-hmm. met in my life. And, but like, that's one, that's, that's, that's probably one of the only people with, that I had no doubt in my mind that I would get this money back from her. And she did fix her credit, by the way. My girl oh. got almost an 800 credit score now. <laughs> but <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, you got to know who you're dealing with. And, a, you know, a friend of mine once told me that I should not ever lend out money unless like, just lend it with the thought that I'm never going to get it back. That, like, lend it knowing that it's not going to bother me because I'm never going to get it back. And if I get it back, great. And if I don't, then that sucks, you know? Yeah, I think that's, that's basically what it is. Like, I like I always have a problem with my with my younger brother, and I don't care. I'm going to put him on blast. But I, <laughs> I remember I stopped lending him money a while ago, and... I remember I I was hounding him. I'm like Jose, if you don't give me my money, I'm going to break your face. Like it was, we're we're, we're only two years apart, so we're equally as aggressive with one another. But mm-hmm. with with family, oh, it's such a problem. But will I help him out? Of course, I'm going to help him out. But I'm going to be like, listen, I expect that money in X amount of time. Don't act up. And then he'll be like, you know what? I don't even want to borrow. I'm like, all right, cool, even better. And he'll still <laughs> Like, I feel like with siblings, I don't know if you feel the same with sisters. Like, we don't fear one another. 
Like, there is no fear between sisters or brothers. Like, if you have to throw it down, you're going to throw it down. And you and you guys are going to be okay the next day. I mean, you shouldn't be doing that so old in life. But, like, I feel like me and my brother getting to a fist fight at this age, like, that's kind of like, all right, you, you two need to grow up. I wouldn't right. do it. But, right. no, like, I don't fear, like, anything. Like, I, I was walking earlier, and this guy with his dog insisted on walking on his left. And I'm just like, no, walk on the right side of the street. What are you talking about? I'm not moving out the way because of your dog. You don't scare me. <laughs> but so that's, I, have, I have a short fuse. <laughs> All right. Well, we are out of time, guys. And we thank you for joining us on a special Wednesday thank night. You. Uh, yes. episode of uploaded with Tasha and Erica and we'll we'll get the scheduling thing down eventually. Eventually. We're gonna yes. get it down. We promise. Especially we'll now with, with college sports coming back. I know you're probably doing a mental countdown. So yeah. we're gonna have to cater to everybody because of their scheduling because everyone yes. stays home apparently Saturday. So um Saturday starts at twelve noon Eastern Standard Time. College game day starts at 9 a.m. Woohoo! You would know. You would. I nope. Maybe this season I'll start paying attention, guys. Maybe. But I'll meet her. What happened? I said I will make you. Yay! <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Join us normally whenever we figure it out. Later. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Bye. store where total confidence awaits i need a smartphone with an awesome camera got anything to fit a new dad's budget don't worry you got this with total wireless and now you can get 50 dollars off on select phones 99 dollars and up my relatives won't miss a thing now you can focus on the important stuff like diaper duty discover the total wireless stores and get total confidence the latest phones the best network all at great prices now open in miami limited time offer in 63018 available while supplies last Quarter required for a non-track phone brand offer only available at total wireless stores visit store for details